0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse is here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. I have a sermon entitled The Meaning, Vitality, and Possibilities of Increased Faith. When the disciples asked Jesus to increase their faith, it was about quality of faith, not quantity of faith. So get a pencil and a piece of paper. I want you to take some notes. You're going to learn some things about faith today that you never learned before. It, the title of the message is The Meaning, the vitality and the possibilities of increased faith. And how do you please God? By faith. The reason why I talk so much about it is because I want to please him every day, not just Sunday. Call a friend. Tell him to turn that television on. I learn something today. Some revelations are going to flow today that you need to hear. So watch the meaning, the vitality, and the possibilities of increased faith. Watch. If you got your Bibles today, would you turn with me to the book of St. Luke chapter 17? I want to read verse one and I want to talk about something that I totally believe in and that you cannot, well, you just can't please God without it. And it produces things that are beyond your wildest dreams, spiritually, physically, financially. I mean, my God, if you got stage four cancer, it kicks it out. I mean, it's amazing. If you're broke, it fills up your coffers. If you get around town or something like that and people don't like you, God will cause favor to come upon you, divine favor. And it's just such a blessing. Now, Jesus, and I love Jesus, how he answers questions. And in St. Luke chapter 17, verse 1, I'll be reading out of the King James. He's talking about, or talking on about offenses. And let me just say this, you cannot offend Jesse DePlantis. I've had the best try. I didn't say you couldn't hurt my feelings. You can hurt my feelings, but I never let it uh, evolve into offense. And the reason why, I don't want to become you. Uh Uh-oh, I lost you right there. I don't want to become what I don't like. So I refuse to be offended because you can't hate me more than I love you. You can give it your best shot, but you're going to lose. And so I want to talk, Jesus is talking about offense, and I want to read verse 1. Of Luke 17. Then said he unto the disciples. Now this is his special crowd. It is impossible but that offenses will come. In other words, somebody always trying to jack you up about something. But woe unto him through whom they come. Oh, so why would people want to offend you? God said, woe, which means stop, woe. You're walking on dangerous territory here. Woe unto them. Woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged around his neck and he cast into the sea that he should offend one of these little ones. You don't touch God's children. Why? Because God's going to do what he's going to do. You don't, you don't play with God's kids. Sometimes people think they get away with it. Oh, but uh-uh. It won't. Watch this. Take heed to yourselves. That's a strong statement there. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. Now, you like that part. See, everybody like that, rebuke him. If you're rebuking someone else, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. Oh, oh, now, let's don't get carried away with this, Jesus. <laughs> and if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, And seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent. Thou shall forgive him. Whoo. Somebody just cussing you out seven times in a day. And I love what the apostle said in verse five. And the apostle said unto the Lord, Oh, increase our faith. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Increase our faith. Why? Because they don't want to do that. I want to talk this morning, and I hope I can get through it all, on the meaning, this is out of the message, the meaning and the vitality and possibilities of increased faith. The meaning and vitality and possibilities of increased faith. See, you should ask that all the time. Not so you can forgive somebody you don't like. So that you can begin to create things the way God does with your faith. Yeah. That possibility of increased faith. That meaning and that vitality of what it can do. So I want to do a little teaching on this. So if you, write, if you have some, uh, uh, you know, if you want a pencil and pad, I'd like you to write this down if you're taking notes. The first principle of the Christian life is faith. You don't get saved unless you get it. How's it built? It's built in the very structure of your soul, of your mind, your will, your emotion. Let me say it again. The first principle of, of the Christian life is faith. It's built in the very structure of your soul. You see, a baby can't walk without faith. It crawls. Then it gets enough faith to stand up, and it may fall down, But it begin because it's built in the structure of that soul of that child to go forward, to do something. The whole world doesn't realize that every one of us are using faith. You go to work and believe in God that your employer will pay you. That's faith. You get in your car and start it and believe in God that it's going to get you home. That's faith. That's in the natural as well as the spiritual. When you get born again, people say, you got to prove to me that God exists. I don't need to. What you need to do is have faith. See, because the evidence of faith is not seen, but I want to see it. But even when you see it, you don't believe it. You see, you say, I see it, but I don't believe it. So let me say it again. The first principle of the Christian life is faith. It's built in the very structure of your soul. See, increased faith produces convictions rather than opinions. Write that down. When your faith is increased, it it produces convictions rather than opinions. What is an opinion? It's a transitory form of thought floating on the ocean of life. It changes with every wave. Just whatever hits it. So why do you want to know somebody's opinion? What does he think about that? Have a conviction about God's word. Let me say it again. Increased faith produces convictions rather than opinions. See what I'm saying? So I don't give people my opinion because it ain't worth nothing. I give them my faith, which is worth everything. I like this point that I'm about ready to read because it made a lot of sense to me. Your opinions are just furniture that you decorate the apartments of your mind. I got to say it again. I thought that's a good point. Your opinions are just furniture that you decorate the apartments of your mind. You know, you got a lot of apartments in that mind. It's just, you know, it's just decoration. Increased faith produces convictions rather than opinion. Because see, conviction is what changes you. Condemnation is what makes you feel guilty. So conviction does not make you feel guilty at all. It opens your eyes and your mind to the truth. Now, someone's opinion. You say, well, I know, but let me just tell you what I think about it. Yeah, but I, thank you. I appreciate that you would share that, but I'd rather know what the Lord says about it instead of what somebody's thinking about it. Amen. So let me say it again. Increased faith produces convictions rather than opinions. Why? Because your opinions are just furniture that you decorate the apartments of your mind. See, I'd rather have a grain of conviction Let me just say it like this. A grain of conviction is worth more than a whole load of religious opinion. That's another good point. A grain of conviction is worth more than a whole load of religious opinion. I was sleeping, I mean hard, uh, but three days ago, and all of a sudden, I went boom, my eye just woke up. It was like 3.30, and the Lord said, get up, I got a sermon for you. I said, did you see the clock? Then he gave me a conviction to get up. He wasn't interested in my opinion. Amen. Now, I thought he could have given me the sermon at eight. I mean, I immediately got up, went to my study in my house, and I start writing this. Oh, man. Man, after a wow, man, I was as high as a Georgia pine, like they say. I was just enjoying myself. Good God, man. I came back to bed. Kathy said, uh, what are you doing? I said, preaching. That didn't impress her. The next thing I heard was, she's gone. A grain of conviction is worth more than a whole load of religious opinion. See, I ref- I mean, why does anybody need to know what I think about something? It's what the Lord says. Why do you believe in healing? Because he said it. Why do you believe in salvation? Because he said it. Why do you believe in prosperity? Because he said it. He didn't give me his opinion on it. He said, thus saith the Lord. In every area, you see. So when you understand that, that is the possibilities, the vitality, and the meaning of increased faith. And you should be doing this daily instead of Sunday. That's why we do so much on television, on social media, because faith cometh. It don't stack up. It cometh, you see. People think they've been saved 40 years. they got 40 years of faith. No, you got 40 years of experience, which changes whatever wave too. You see, faith cometh. Cometh by what? By hearing, not by heard. I heard that. Well, then, How come you're not doing it? Because you didn't hear it. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you understand that's the first principle of Christian life. Because it, 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 it has a structure in your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotion. See, that's why you can't tell me I can't receive something spiritually, physical, financial. I don't care what number you put on money. I want to believe God. I can get it. You see, and the reason why people don't is because their opinion gets in way of their faith. Then they become religion, religiosity, which is the theological wilderness or garden of weeds. Write this down. Increased faith is an active, and I love this, an active operative principle. It's a principle. Increased faith is an active operative principle because faith without works is dead. You see, I don't care how much faith you got, if you don't work it, it don't happen. See, it it is an active operative uh, principle. So Daryl Ruse, when I call your name and I call it every day in my daily devotion, that's my faith as a directive, as an operative principle saying, by Jesus' stripes, Daryl is not going to be healed. We didn't put him on the heal list. So I work it. I'm working it every day. I work it. I call some of your people's names every day. I said, Lord, I thank you for the healing of my body. My heart's fine and my plumbing's fine, which means all the ordering and stuff. I pray for Kathy, Lord Jesus, whatever she needs to. Like if she walk, if she kind of uh, lipping a little bit about something, you know, whatever. I ask, Lord, you'd heal her. Jody, Lord, I thank you, Jesus, that she's told to me heal Meredith the walk in divine health. Jay, his back would be made whole. I just thank you for you. Wanna know what I say? And I just begin to pray, and I thank you for healing Darrell Rubes and Laura Dewey and Sidney Woods, who will preach the gospel again. And Greg and Brenda, Lord Jesus, they'll be blessed beyond their wildest dream. And then Gina, Lord Jesus, then Wendy. Hallelujah. And then Kelly, my God, then Donna Romanga. Hallelujah. And then Tina Ford, and then Christine Bartley, and then Ricky Bartley, then Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, and then Travis, who is Moose, who works for me, and then Ron Jr. And oh, by the time I get to the end of the list, I'm walking on water. See, it's the conviction of faith, not an opinion. Well, I hope it works. Hope? no. See, increased faith is an active operative principle because faith without works is dead. You see, increased faith brings action. You understand that? Increased faith springs out of action. It don't, don't bring, the, it springs out of action. It, it's committing your whole soul to God's allegiance. All oh, you think you live, breathe and eat this so God will be pleased. It's impossible to please him without using it. Let me say that again. Increased faith, and I love it. It's so, it's so wonderful. Increased faith springs out of action. I know I'm going fast because it's a pretty long sermon here. Committing your whole soul, mind, will, and emotion to God's allegiance. Why are you saying you so? Because you don't have to worry about your spirit. Your spirit's in 100% faith with God. See, what you got to do is not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may know the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. He see, this is the way you got to get it. Yes. You see, your soul, your spirit's already got it. That's why your spirit don't have a problem just believing anything. Right. You've heard me say this before. You go to a mall, <laughs> my God. You just go to some mall walking around the lakeside and you see somebody in a wheelchair or something. Your spirit will look at them. Your spirit will say, go with it, grab them. Chuck them off the chair in the name of Jesus. Ride, walk. Your soul will say, control yourself, fool, whoa. <laughs> Ho! Oh, hey, let's don't get crazy with this thing. Spirit don't even blink, boy. Because that's where God resides. You reside in your soul. That's why it must not be conformed, but transformed. Not become, but overcome. Do you see that? Oh, Lord. Let me say it again. Increased faith is an active operative principle because faith without works is dead. Why? Because increased faith springs out of action, committing your whole soul to God's allegiance. That's powerful. Listen to this. It is a combination of personal activity and dependence upon God himself. That's what increased faith is. It is a combination of personal activity and dependence upon God himself. Increase our faith. The possibilities, the meaning, the vitality of it. Right this time. Increased faith brings to life truths. Ooh, now we're getting in the revelation. See? You understand what I'm saying? Increased faith brings to life truths which seem dead and ineffectual. You know the truth. The Bible says the truth will set you free. It don't look like it's going to happen. We've been believing God for that boy. He ain't going to get saved. Do you know your faith is far greater than his sin? Do you know that the promises of God are, is far more powerful than the sins of people? My, I, my mother tested that to the fact with me. She said, that boy is a heathen from hell and enjoys it. I ain't care about nothing but me. Kathy said, when we got married, we fell in love with the same person, (laughs) Jesse. That's what she said. I didn't care about nothing. I just looked at her and said, follow me. I'm going somewhere. Now, I said something that I should not have said, but I was so ambitious, so crazy about that rock band on the steps of Holy Rosary Catholic Church. I said, Kathy, my career is first. Follow me or stay here because I'm going. She said, "I'm with you," and we took off. Cool, did we ever? She always had my back. <laughs> One time we didn't have no and no money because I got hit by the union in Dallas, man, and I couldn't work and I it was just terrible. So we had we went to a store <laughs> with three dollars and pennies. Now I know what would happen if I called my dad. Hey, Dad, can you lend me some money? I didn't marry the girl. That's just how I was. When I moved back to New Orleans, or to the New Orleans, watch well, it. You know, I said, Dad, you know, I, I gotta look for a place to live. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, and he loved Kathy. He thought Kathy was great. I said, Dad, you mind if we just spend, you know, live at your house here for? He said, no, one, one night's good. <laughs> I said, what? He said, one night, you got a day. Find a place, you're married, her. suck it up. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. Next day, I had a place, but I thought he could give me a couple of weeks to kind of get on my feet, you know, kind of do stuff like that, and that's been like that ever since, you see. See, it, 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 it brought a truth in me that I can do this, even when it didn't look like I could. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what increased faith does. See, increased faith will birth a truth within you. It will resurrect something in you that seems dead or ineffectual. See, and when God called me to preach, I said, God, you got the wrong man. I'm not qualified. You know, I mean, I'm not a, I never was a church person to start with. But that made no difference to God because he knew there was something in me that he could work with, and that was called faith. Now, think about that. See, that's what I mean when God's word is so true. Now, what do you want God to increase your faith for? You need to know that. There's a truth in you that needs to be birthed. You may not know what it is, but my God, you can find out right now. Don't listen to anybody's negative opinion about it. Let me tell you something. Conviction is so much better than opinions. Opinions are transitory forms of thought floating on the ocean of life. They just change with every wave. But a conviction makes you believe who you are and you do something you should do. I have a wonderful question from a person named Timothy. He writes this. He asks, Brother Jesse, why is it that it's easier for some people to believe and have faith than others? Considering we've all been given the same measure of faith by God. It's the same. (laughs) Let me answer this. Very simple. Okay. The male body. I have all the muscles Arnold Schwarzenegger has. Yes, I do. You may not believe it, but I've got every muscle he has. The difference is he exercises more than me. Well, the reason why some people's faith works more is because they exercise it more than other people. You see, it's just literally that simple. In other words, use what you have. And when you use what you have, you're going to get what you want. And that's just literally that simple. And when you understand that, it will work not some of the time, but all the time. It's like a muscle. If you work it, it's going to grow. It's just common sense. No matter who you are, no matter what person, that's the reason why some people's faith, you know, works more than others because they use it more. They work it more. They exercise it more. Or you understand what I'm saying? And when you understand how this stuff works, I'm telling you, it's wonderful to live by faith because my God, faith does not fail. It's a powerful substance given to us by God. Well, I'm starting to preach already again. Kathy's coming right now with some glorious moments. I love these glorious moments because you send them in and you send great testimonies. So people, I want you to enjoy these glorious moments. Kathy, take it away. Bless God. Bless me and bless the people. You're going to learn something. Watch.
1: Welcome to Glorious Moments. I want you to know today that God has a destiny for your life that is glorious now and eternally. He sent His Word to guide you and lead you in the great things that He has promised you. Psalm 73, verse 24 in the New Living Translation says, You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. I have three testimonies to read to you today from our ministry partners that are discovering their glorious destiny with Jesus. This first one says, thank you and Kathy for your prayers. The Lord has healed me of prostrate cancer. Praise the Lord. You know, we're rejoicing with you about your healing. Now, I have another healing testimony today. It says, thank you for your prayers. God did a miracle, big miracle. I had surgery, no cancer, no tumors. Amen. By his stripes, I am healed. I love your Bible studies, TV shows, and faith, the facts. Glory to God. You know, we're so glad to hear that you're healed and that you're being blessed by our ministry programming. Now, this next testimony is from a cheerful giver. Jesse and Kathy's boardroom chat was playing on the TV screen, and I happened to pass by when Brother Jesse said that we should sow a seed. I just figured I'd sow something. I didn't have much on me, so I cheerfully gave $5. A couple of days later, while I was working, a $300 bonus was awarded to me, a bonus I never knew I qualified for. for. Hallelujah. You know, I hope that you've been encouraged by these testimonies from our partners. Jesse and I are so thankful to God for our wonderful JDM partners that help us to bring his message of hope to the whole world. And because of their financial support, we are spreading the gospel of Jesus through every available outlet. And people all over the world are being led toward God's glorious destiny for their lives. Together, we are reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time. God bless you today.
0: Can you really have everything God has put on your heart? Can you ask anything in Jesus' name? Jesus says you can. Jesse's book, Your Everything Is As Anything, will revolutionize your life. Whether you have a vision, a dream, or something that your heart desires, Your everything is his anything is going to inspire you to believe and achieve it all. It's time to expand your view of what prayer and faith can do in your life. Your everything is his anything. Order your copy today. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you get our August product offer. Our book is Your Everything is His Anything. Do you have a vision you want to see come to pass? How about a dream that has gotten away from you? This book will help you. I mean, I'm, and I enjoyed writing it because so many people need a miracle when your everything is yours. How do I get it? Go to jdm.org and get all the ordering information. It's there. It will bless and minister to you greatly. Partners, thank you for all the wonderful things you do for this ministry. We are reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. Your faithful financial par- partnership to this ministry, is touches so many people, not only in salvation, because we get a lot of people saved, but a lot of bodies are healed too. Plus, we bring wonderful joy and encouragement. I don't like discouragement. I don't believe you do neither. So thank you for supporting this ministry. We also have the hundredfold anointing on our lives. I'm telling you, everything I touch prospers. I want it to come upon you. But the only way that works is if you sow seed, see? That's how you get harvest. Now, you know, people say, well, I don't want to sow seed. Okay, then do what you need to do. I I mean, I don't mean that to sound hard, but I made up my mind, I want to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out, not just financially, but spiritually as well as physically. And that's what I'm talking about. So thank you, partners. In 47 years of preaching this gospel, never have had a financial deficit. Why? I trust you, you trust me, and we both trust the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a blessing of the Lord. So thank you for supporting us today. And watch, man, I'm telling you, we're doing so many things. We do so much social media stuff. We do broadcast television. People say, you ever going to retire? Don't look like it. (laughs) I'll tell you what, and I have a vitality about myself and and energy. A lot of people say, man, that man just runs. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I just love preaching this glorious gospel because it changes people, and people need to be changed. In this world, you know it, and I know it's going to hell in a handbasket. You see it happening, but the answer is this Bible right here, and if you accept it, it will bless you. Now, don't miss next week. Part two is coming of the meaning, the vitality, and the possibilities of increased faith. I love that when he said increase our faith. Brother, that's gonna increase your longing for God and God's longing for you. So I'll see you next week. Be blessed, God bless you. Thank you partners for all you do. Bye-bye.
2: Don't miss this special Friday event in Nashville, Tennessee on August 11th.
0: You never use your faith for something possible. Faith has to be used for impossible things.
1: Hallelujah. I believe we're going to hear essential things that are going to transform us. Get ready! Yeah. Get ready! Hallelujah! Jesse and Kathy Duplantis'
2: special Friday event, August 11th, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. in Nashville, Tennessee, at Faith is the Victory Church.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, our August partner offer is a wonderful message I preach. It's not who's in the White House, it's who's in the church house. Now you think about that. Everybody wondering what's going on about the White eye. Forget about it. Forget about it, like the Italian say. It's who's in the church house. And who's in the church house? Jesus Christ, and He has the answer to everything, and He never lies. I hope you get this thing today.
2: Be encouraged with godly insight and wisdom as you stream the Jesse Duplantis Ministries podcast.
0: Jesus said, whom the Son is set free, is free indeed. You come boldly to the throne of grace.
2: Each newly uploaded teaching by Jesse and Kathy will strengthen your faith and inspire you to live a prosperous life in Jesus Christ. Start walking in victory with just a click of a button. Subscribe to the JDM Podcast today.
0: You see, heaven is wonderful. It's a big place. Then I heard this, he's coming. He's coming, he's coming. The Lord walked out, and these children ran up to him and began to sing praises to him. He said, "Go tell my people I'm coming. I brought you here to tell you. Go tell them I'm coming."
2: Heaven, close encounters of the God kind, the testimony that has changed lives all around the world. Order yours today
0: at jdm.org. Increase faith makes you think of life entirely through the eyes of trust see what i'm saying so if you start at the top increase faith creates a cosmos out of chaos because it's not a doctrine or a system of historical fact it's faith in a person jesus died resurrected and coming back